9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Welcome back to the latest episode of Pat on the Mat. This is episode 8. In this episode, we are joined, as always, by Pat LaPrade. We talk about the latest inductees. We're going into the Quebec Wrestling Hall of Fame. We talk about all of the fallout from WWE Survivor Series. We also touch on NXT's War Games and the booking on SmackDown and Raw. We talk about the upcoming HBO documentary on Andre the Giant that Pat's been working on. We also talk about Femme Fatale's upcoming return to Ottawa. As always, visit QuebecWrestlingPoints.ca or Lutepoint.com to read more of Pat's work. Be sure to get the wrestling fan in your family one of Pat's books this holiday season. And also just a quick note that we will be taking the holidays off, but episode 9 will come back towards the end of January where we're going to talk about Wrestle Kingdom, the Royal Rumble, and whatever else happened in the square circle over the holidays. All this and more on Pat on the Mat. <laughs> uh, welcome back to Pat on the Mat, episode eight. Can you believe it's been eight episodes, you guys? Wow, we've been doing this for, for most months, most of the year. Did we? When did we start? We start post mania. Um, I think. Did we start post mania? No around then. Around then. Yeah. And now here we Jesus are. Tells me when to show up to getting ready for New Year's Revolution. Right? Was that it? Was that the New Year's Eve? De- no, pay-per-view? December to dismember. December to dismember. That wasn't there. A New Year's. There, there was New Year's Revolution. That was that was that was a pay per view. Yeah. Yeah, no. Pat, Pat, what's your favorite uh, <laughs> New Year's holiday theme pay per view of all time? Um, I always try to. I always like to put you on the spot. Put you on the question. spot. I'm just like pulling. I out would. Of, I would. I know say, how much you hate holidays. I would say Wrestle Kingdom. What? Does that count? I, you know, it almost counts. I would say so because I, I associate that. Or it's, I mean, I associate it with the beginning of the year. It's always early yeah. January. It's still, but it's, January it's, it's before, a very most people are still, you know, not working. on holidays. On holidays, it's. I mean, I mean, okay, wait. What about like fall? Brawl? Until the world juniors, the the world hockey juniors are not done. It's still the holidays. Sure, that's my rules. That's what if we expand it to seasons, We're not gonna, just holidays, but season based. Um, like so, so that includes fall brawl, summer slam, um, Jan- winter. The winters, winter is a January jank. Right, like winter, winter, winter is typically like the, my my. Whenever I think like wrestling in winter, I I think about an episode of Raw where Carlito challenged John Cena for the title, and you're like, that tells you kind of like yeah. But if you want to expand it to winter, I when Carlito challenging Rumble, well, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Now we're you see no, but that's not seasonally themed. Oh, that happens in January. There's so little but, but I mean, themed I wrestling. Mean, during Christmas time. Oh, I, oh no. Okay. See, see, see. I have one. There, I have here's one. one. Here it comes. Starcade. Starcade during the WCW era. It was always I mean, in December. Late yeah. 90s was the end of December. That's the only two pay-per-views I've ever bought from WCW. Starcade 97 with, with Stain Hogan. Gotta, you know what? As, and, much as, as much as I enjoy that answer, it's outside the parameters of the question. It's but, outside. But there's no holiday themes. <laughs> oh it, was, it was like December, December to dismember. Yeah. But it was, it was <laughs> December 28. Yeah, Starcade was but always You know exactly what I mean, though. I mean, I don't want like a holiday a, fall brawl. There's like SummerSlam. Oh, oh, so December like, to December. Oh, uh, that kind that, of. I, I, really, like, I really think he just wants you to say December, to, <laughs> December to December. That's like really oh, just what he wants. The infamous okay. 2007. So ECW only really paper. sucked. No, yeah, it's not but, my question. No. <laughs> okay, but hang on. What Pat said, his first answer, his first answer, and certainly the most topical answer, was Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. And Wrestle Kingdom this year had a I, huge. I really feel. 
huge, huge, huge <laughs> yes. actual timely yes. announcement oh, in, yeah. in the last month, which is that Chris Jericho is going to wrestle somewhere else for the first time in 12, 13 years. Something in a very long time. Yeah, something like in the teen years. After his forgettable TNA run. Mm. Uh, he, he, is the first what? time since... Is it the first time since he came to WWE? Yeah, it's apparently the first time he's wrestling so for another promotion. So he came in in what? In, in 99? So 18 90, years? Just yeah. before the millennium. Because there was that old... Yeah, y, Y2J. So like Y2J. Wow. So. And apparently, this is the work... Now, correct me if I'm wrong. This is the work of uh, of uh, the Jackal? Yep. Don Callis, Don Callis uh, was the one who I only who, uh, remember at, for, with a brief late '90s <laughs> WWE run as the Jackal. <laughs> he, uh, he he was the one with the idea of uh, putting because because Don Callis is from Winnipeg, right? Right. Jericho is from Winnipeg. Kenny Omega is from Winnipeg. Uh, I, I, I which which like sold me on the entire thing. Like yeah, it was sort the of Winnipeg like, connection. <laughs> the Winnipeg connection. Wrestle, re- Wrestle Kingdom, like and, New uh, Japan's biggest event. And you're like everyone's is that from really Winnipeg. Why this is coming together though because of the Winnipeg connection. Well, because Callis had the idea because he, he knows well both Jericho and Omega, and he's he's the uh, why is this guy he, so he, well he's, hooked up? Well, he's one of the uh, announcers for New Japan now. So uh, he, he, he took uh, another Winnipeg guy, Steve Corino's place, when Corino signed with Corino's WWE. Corino's a Winnipeg guy, too? Corino's Never a knew Winnipeg that. guy, Never but knew that. they moved to, to Philly at a very young age, right, right, and yeah. uh, Allison Dandrew. Yeah. So how how is that going to go? I mean, like... I mean, it, it's, I mean, I, it's I feel, one of the most... I mean, this is a match that I really, really want to see, right? Yeah, of and, course. And, and that will generate a lot of interest. Uh, on on the U.S. and Canadian side, obviously, and presumably and it has to be done with at least some, not necessarily sign off, but like understanding between WWE, right? Because like Jericho, I mean, I mean, Jericho, Jericho, today, Jericho said that that he spoke to Vince before it was yeah. announced. The deal was already done, though. Yeah, and, and Vince was Vince, enthusiastic, right? Vince was fine with it when Jericho told him that all this would make him a bigger star. Yeah. Because he, he still sees this as a WWE guy against a New Japan guy. Yeah. So he still sees himself as a WWE guy. He's not leaving for good. He's just a free agent. Yeah. He's been doing that kind of, you know, in and out contracts with, with WWE for a while and that, now. And, that's, uh, and I mean. And that's kind of the new quote unquote WWE mentality too, right? Cause like Triple H has been not, admitted, it's like popping everyone. up. Yeah, no, not for everybody, but Triple H has been popping up at other promotions to like, and they've been kind of like buddy buddy with the UK. Yes, WWE has. Yeah, one but no, but like back in the day though, that would be unheard of. Yes. But it's a promotion that they're, they're, they're essentially conglomerate. Yes. Like. Exactly. There's Evolve also in the United States. Yeah. But like uh, I said, but way back when, that would be no. Way. Well, way back when it <laughs> depends. Because if you go way back when, if you go late nineties, guys were doing indie dates. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, just... there was the USWA, and guys were doing just other indie dates as well. You could book a WWE guy I back in saw... the mid and the late nineties. I just saw a clip of the Undertaker from nineteen ninety seven in Japan working. Did you see that, that that clip? No, I didn't. I forget. I saw someone shared that, and it's the Undertaker working a, a date. Uh, yeah. For like, I don't know. I forget who, which, which so, company it was. So they're actually coming back to what they once done, uh, but they're doing it more for developmental now for, mm-hmm. you know, guys from NXT right. who's going to go to Evolve or in, in the UK to either, uh, um, who are they uh, affiliated with? Progress. Progress. And is it, uh, I, not ICW or is it? No, yeah, it is ICW. Uh, it is ICW. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean they're 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 doing this, and it's I mean 
the Jericho Omega thing is like honestly huge. I do. I mean, yeah. you have the best worker in the business right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, in, in two, Kenny two Omega, six star matches, two six stars <laughs> matches, one five and three quarters. Yeah. Uh, and you have Chris Jericho, who's, you know, a heck of a worker himself, and still hugely over. You think in he'll Japan. go like? You think he'll go like super hard on this? He like, have he, to. He's not there. He's not there to go half of what he can do. Yeah. He's there what, to about, give what about the age factor? 100%. What about the age factor? I mean, you're working with Omega. I mean, even if, even if it's gonna be maybe a little slower than you would have been 15 years ago, but it's like the, still Chris Jericho and Omega will make it work think, with him. Think Owens Jericho. At, yeah. Owens Jericho at Mania. Like yeah. Jericho looked fine. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, like I'm like, I mean, obviously he's not going at full oh, speed there, but it's can, not like he looks bad. Can I cut you on this and just? Please do. Huh. Jericho <laughs> Owens at me. Have you guys seen WWE 365? That was brutal. <laughs> I, ha- I have it taped. Yeah. I haven't watched it oh, yet. Oh, you haven't watched it? No. It has one of the most awkward moments. One of the most awkward things so, ever. So, tell me. so Jericho Owens comes back from his match with Jericho at Mania, uh, goes to see Vince at Gorilla, and asks Vince if oh. everything was all right. Are we cool? Are we, are we, are we cool? And he says, no. It just goes, nope. And, Turns around and just look at the screen. Yeah. And then Kevin is like there <laughs> waiting destroyed. and not knowing what to do. And Hunter is there and nobody is really talking. And he just leaves. And Kevin says that it's one. Because the, the story is that Vince didn't like their match at Mania. Crazy. I, I don't understand what he didn't like. Or what either he didn't like what he, what he, he didn't like the match or he didn't think it was what it didn't. It wasn't what he was expecting. Right. Or it wasn't what what you know he asked for. Or something uh, along those lines. And uh, but for Kevin, he, he says that you know it was one of his is probably his lowest moment in his whole career. Wow! You at Mania, your first single match in Mania, and I just don't understand. I mean, that match was it was it, they weren't put to have. They they weren't put on on the on the card to have a great match because no. I mean they were not like main eventing or put in a position where they could actually you know have yeah. a, a twenty minute yeah they were they were like four star match they were a solid spot on a huge card exactly <laughs> um and um and the way the match was was built I mean it, 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 it had all the callbacks they, to their they, history they had, together what, ten minutes yeah like ten ish yeah, yeah. yeah ten twelve minutes. I mean, it was a fine 10, 12 minute match. Yeah, it had, to me, I like, I, from what I remember of it, I had like fun in-ring storytelling, yeah. had the callbacks to like the finger on the rope and all that. Like, it had a lot of like moments that were clearly like they were well-worked moments. I went, I in went, a short match. Yeah. I went back to see, I went back to see some, some comments that, you know, people had, you know, after Mania, some feedbacks and everybody like, Thought that the match was fine. Yeah. Um, uh, Meltzer, Meltzer ranked it w- when you just take the rank, the 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 the, 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 the ratings yeah. among the five six best matches on on the card. Yeah, yeah, for sure, five or six. But I mean, it was it was there. It wasn't a bad match mm-hmm. at all. And like you said, it wasn't in a position to be match no, of the night. Exactly. You know, like I mean, like you had like Undertaker, you had yeah. Reigns, you had and it's, AJ. It's, like it's there was kind, like it's kind of a weird coincidence. That the following week, Kevin was sent to SmackDown. I have no idea if it's linked or not, but it's it's kind of 
kind of funny. <laughs> that a wheat layer, and and I mean, but he's somebody that the company clearly has confidence in still, regardless. Oh, as definitely. To whatever happened. Well, yeah. I mean, then like he, then, then 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 even the, the the documentary suggests that he has like a further misstep with uh, with AJ. Yeah, well, later I was on. Gonna, I was gonna say the. The WWE still produced a documentary about him on the. Oh yeah, like but you know, like they're already not, like Zack Ryder doesn't have Zack Ryder yeah, exactly. 365. No. Oh no, no, I understand that. And yeah. maybe they just needed a star power yeah. sm- at SmackDown. That, that yeah. would make sense. Um, and oh. it, it, you're talking about AJ, and that's 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 a cool thing because at uh, on the show at uh, the, the, the the documentary yeah. and WWE 365 we're talking about, it came full circle because at SummerSlam this year. You see, after his match with AJ, you see v- Kevin goes back to Vince and goes, you know, were you, you know, happy with, you yeah. know, are we, are okay, it all right? And yeah. he was Excellent. like, wow. oh, yeah, yeah, he, wow. was, he was just what amazed a match. by the match. Great. He said, he said, Fantastic. this is exactly what we're looking for. I can, I got like, a like, again, I mean, like, obviously this is just like pure, purely hypothetical from my standpoint, but I can imagine that, like, talking to Vince at any point in Mania is not a good, yeah. like, you know, like, unless something really amazing happened, like, his, te- like, talking to your boss during, like, crunch time is never, like, an amazing well, idea. <laughs> I guess that if he did it, it's because everybody else goes to... Yeah, you probably, you have to. You probably you, you have, have to. You have to just to make sure... Was that okay, boss? Was that okay, boss? Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. That's it, but you like, don't go and talk for five minutes, but was yeah. it okay? Yes or no? Yeah. Obviously, this one was but no, but I just... Okay, and my thing though is that we have to remember this is like a WWE Network presentation here. Yeah. So it's like it's I feel Vince like there's, always, off there's always a level of kayfabe, and like if it would have been anything like really terrible that Vince had told him, that was like you know yeah, like it, a real be, shoot. it would have been cut. Like I don't know that, that that they would have included that, and I think the fact that they're showing that like it means like I, you know I, I, that it's not like a full real life thing. Though. I don't think so. Really? No, I don't think so. But at the same, but at you the, think sa- at full, the, you think full at the same full time, shoot. Vince signed off yep. on really yep. looking that way. You know what I mean? Like, like you always have to. I feel you always kind of keep that in mind. Like, like Vince, yeah, didn't mind looking like the bad guy in that no, scenario because no. he and, maybe and saw something he really didn't like. You know, exactly. Like, like, and all he says is no. It's not like he's like you know going you know full uh, full. I don't know better on the guy or you know doing yeah. You know, like treating him like shit or, you know, swearing at him or yeah, yeah, yeah. anything. You know, he doesn't go there. He just says no. So, I mean, and it makes it, but, but, you know, when you do a documentary like this, you have to show, uh, the goods and the bads. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so if you're, if you're only going to show the good moments, there's no point of doing this. Now, so, of you're... course, he's going to sign up. So, what is now, do you think, and do you think that the pairing, the new pairing of, Owens and a heel Sammy uh-huh. is is like as a result of sort of like a, a bump down on the ladder, no. or do you think because they're still like in the main event scene? No, no, right. no, no, no. I just they fully are they're they're fully in the main event scene. Right? Like, oh yeah, like like this, this last week on SmackDown, it was the open. They were involved in the opening segment and then the closer of the show. Like that was yeah. that that's where they're so it's sitting. like yeah. But I wonder like are they just being used as like. They're they're the top heels of SmackDown, basically. Ke- yeah, Kevin, uh, I, I do believe that Kevin is everyone else uh, is a babyface on SmackDown. I, right I, now. I'm not sure if if Sammy has the same um, is seen the same way as Kevin because he's Christian to Kevin's he's, edge. He's he's 
Yeah, maybe. Like maybe. You know, I'm just saying, like from a booking perspective, like I like, do think as a single they're star, elevated when they're together. They have more plans with Kevin and Sammy yeah. right now because they don't know how to use Sammy properly and to book him as a good baby face. Yeah. Uh, so, but, but he's, he's but, great as a heel. Yeah. But I don't. I'm not sure how Vince sees Sammy. Yeah. Since you know Sammy is, you know, he, he's been injured. Um, you know, sometimes I, I think that they see Sammy as a, another Dolph Ziggler. Someone who's great in the Ugh. ring, uh, <laughs> but someone who gets injured from time to time. Yeah. And at the end of the day, someone they don't really know how to book. Yeah. Because before that, we didn't, you know, Sammy was going nowhere. He was yeah, fighting, exactly. he was, you know, um, having a, a few matches with, who was it, Baron Corbin at yeah, one point. Baron yeah. Corbin, he had uh, Mike... Uh, Mike Canales, yeah, Canales, and, and then Wells he had, he had somebody else, uh, he, he was always losing to, uh, um, yeah. Canales is now doing super well as a result of that feud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly, yeah, Sammy kinda had nothing. So, he, so, so. A, oh, he had, oh, he had that Braun Strowman jobber. Braun Strowman, exactly. Yeah, that was like when he was still on Raw, he had the Braun Strowman jobber, jobber run. And, and I mean. Which was like, give me another chance, I've been dying. Only when he's matched with Kevin that they know how to book him. Yeah. And now turning him heel with Kevin again is just another way that they know how to book him, and uh, he's great actually as a heel. And I mean, whether it's the main event or not, Clash of the Champions, the main event is Orton Nakamura against Owens and Sam. Yeah, although I thought with Shane was... as the referee, that's <laughs> the biggest like, match on it, the card. Why is it the main event though? Why it's not the, the main event. It's I'm not sure. the main event. What I'm saying is, whether or not oh, it's, it's, the match on the card. it's like it's the, the biggest match on the card. Of course, but, my, one of my else? favorite things. One of my favorite things. Sorry, was Byron Saxton marking out. About like AJ and Nakamura being a tag team, and I was like, "Yo, they've been Orton and Nakamura." Yeah, Orton and Nakamura being a tag team. Fuck. Saxon is marking out for it on the announce, and I'm like, "Yo, they've been a tag team like repeatedly in the last couple months. Like they've been tagging a bunch together. Like this isn't some like <laughs> this isn't some like out of nowhere call." And Saxon's like, "How is this? Like they're like what a dream!" And you're like. Yo, they've, they've been tagging a lot on SmackDown lately. Like. Yeah, I can, I can, I mean, I don't want to take his defense, but I can understand now that I'm doing his job once in a while. Yeah. <clears throat> in French, that sometimes you're going to say something. Yeah. And then just on the spur of the moment, <clears throat> and then realize that, oh, what did I just say? Well, yeah, from a star power perspective, it makes sense. It is Randy Orton teaming with Shinsuke Nakamura, yeah. but it's just like, it's, but it's not like last year. It was like a few weeks ago. I know, ago. I know. On no, TV Sport, on TV Sport, I said that the girls having a Survivor Series match, and I, I, the, you know, in the build up as well, I said, oh, it's gonna be the first time, and then it was like, oh, shoot, they did it last year, you know? <laughs> so sometimes you, 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 uh, <laughs> I think what were they talking about? There's, well, they're talking about uh, a, ma- a, a, ver- a version air. of the women's royal the, rumble. The women's royal rumble. Oh, I, I'm pretty sure that's that's. I mean, I'm not sure if it's going to be this year or not, but definitely they want to do something else. I mean, there there's too many women on the main roster, and they just n- like doubled it. Not for them to do something with it. Uh, there's the more and more rumors about Ronda signing soon, yep. which I'm yeah. very, very happy with. That, I mean, that's going to be a Mania match. Yeah, that, that's got to be in place by Mania. Four right? horsewomen against four horsewomen. I'm it, it pretty has sure to be this year. I think it, it has, has to be. It has to be this year. The only they've thing, been alternating at the PC. So, but you don't. I. You wouldn't want to give it almost another year because no. I'm like, right, as it stands right no. now, you only have Shayna no. Baszler on the other side that can wrestle. No, no, no. no. Ronda, have you ever seen a clip of Ronda doing? 
doing a simple armbar. Simple armbar. But just before, just before she did a wrestling move, she looks good in the moves. But I'm saying, but in terms of like managing a match, it's a it's a four on four. Yeah, Keith. They're gonna be, and they've been, they've been. I mean, they've been training at the PC for a while, and and I mean, um, uh, what's her name? Um, Shafir. Ari Shafir. No. I'm drawing a blank. Also. So, so there's Ronda, there's the Shayna Baszler, there's Jasmine, Jasmine Duke. Yeah. The other one, yeah. um, uh, Marina Shafir. I'm very yeah. bad yeah, at pronouncing her name Let's when just, I don't yeah. see her. I apologize for this, but she's the one who's married to Roderick Strong. Right. Yeah. So I mean, and, and honestly, guys, I've seen this on the indie level a lot. When a girl start a wrestler start going out with a guy wrestler, you see the improvement. Within, Brie, Brie Bella. Within six months, Fact. you see the improvement. What, what, do you, what do you count that to? Like them training together or what? They're, they're, they're training. They're learning more because they have someone that you t- can talk to. Usu- usually the guy has more experience than the girl. Uh, and I, I was going to say, we don't know how it would work if it was a girl with a girl. We're talking about just a girl dating a more experienced wrestler. Yes. It's not about gender. No. It's about a girl. No one was, uh, I understood. I know, but exactly. I'm just clarifying. Why are you taking it there, Keith? I don't. I'm just saying. And, it's, and it's, but do, it makes sense. If you're suddenly living with someone who's really good at the thing you're doing, you're, you're going to be you're you're gonna gonna pick be up better. Some yeah, you're going to pick up something at some point. Like if Walter and I were suddenly dating and I was like, Walter, how do I write a newspaper article? I'd get better. Exactly. You, you, yeah, you would, you would grow a beer. Yeah, I'd grow you know, a beard. I'd stop shaving so, it down. So, uh, no, but honestly. And if you started uh, dating me, you would appreciate holidays more. Hey, <laughs> you would be on TV, you know? Oh! Whoa! Whoa! Burn! Burn! Merry Christmas! <laughs> so my point was that there's Halibrand <laughs> dropping bombs! <laughs> <laughs> hey, he started it. Uh, so, so, uh, but, so, but like, my point, between my now and Mania, they all can all elevate. Is the three of them will be more than fine, I'm sure. All of them are big wrestling fans. Yeah. They're gonna take that seriously. Uh, Mania is in before four other months. have been already training for yeah. months. Uh, I, I'm sure they're gonna be fine. And I mean, and they're also gonna have the, uh, like, Four of the best women talent ever on the other side, yep. helping them work the match, right? So, and like, and and the, the beauty of it is that you can still, uh, if they still keep the title on, uh, let's say Alexa Bliss, yeah, um, you still have a women's title match on Mania, yeah, yeah. You'll because still, even if Charlotte is a champion, and she, let's say she's still the champion and she doesn't defend. Her title at Mania, you still have another title we can defend. You can have, you can have Alexa Page, which is going to be a great match. It could be Alexa Page. Like, as an be, example. It could be where Asuka wins the belt. Yeah. She's undefeated, uh, and you, 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 you know, you make the match wait and wait until it happens in Mania. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's, they're, they're kind of, I think it's cool that they appear to be booking towards a, an Asuka versus Absolution yep. angle, which is like they're going to kind of like slow her down on the way yeah. to the on the way to the belt. Exactly, it makes a lot of sense. It could be a three way. Yeah, I would see. I don't usually like three ways for no reason, but at the same time, if it's built, you know, uh, correctly, it could be Paige, Asuka, and Alexa Bliss. How do you feel about the uh, all the NXT call ups? The the Riot Squad. And the two other members of Absolution with Paige. How do you feel um, about those call-ups? I Sarah do, Logan. They're, they're, Sarah a, little, they're a little the too similar. Sarah Logan is I, the future. I, find, I still find the two groups okay. are a little too similar. Uh, well, well, they're booking 
them the same way, so that doesn't help. Well, but it also doesn't help that you have like a brunette brawler, like a blonde, and Sarah like Logan and a tattooed brunette as a leader. You know, okay, like so. So here's here's my thoughts on all of them. For Mandy Rose has a huge potential. Yeah, huge, huge, huge potential. I think she's going to be a star. She looks real jacked. Yeah, and, and she's, real she's solid she's in the jack. ring. Yeah, she's see, solid. She's doing those deadlifts. You see her doing those deadlifts? Crazy. She like no. she like deadlift like two fifty. Like, oh well, nuts. see that that yeah. she's, she's real jack. Okay, uh, then uh, who else is on Raw? Uh, Sonia Deville is probably. I I don't know why they changed probably. her name. I liked her original name when she had the Italian name. Yeah, so but what, was her, what was her original name? Sonia De Janeiro or no like no no it was it Francesco was completely different. I will I will say hats off to WWE. I like her a lot. I like her a lot, but then I feel like they 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 fucked up her win her win loss. I, I do think NXT. I do think she's probably um, the second. She, she she's there's there's five of them. She's fourth on my list. She reminds me yeah, of the five English teacher I had in high school. I will say hats off to WWE for not going the obvious route of naming them PMS. When I saw that it was like Paige, Mandy, well, there was and Sonia, already a PMS. We talked I, about I this know team. that, but there was still Paige, Dar- Mandy, and Sonia, and I was like, no. Dario Baranetto. that was her yeah. name. But yeah, when I saw that, the fact that their I like initials that name were, I don't know why they changed it. That's, that's probably her actual name. That's their actual name. Yeah, yeah. that's I why think, they, and that's why they changed it. They own the rights so, to the name. Shut your mouth. So, so Mandy Rose <laughs> has huge potential. Sonia yeah. Deville is, would be fourth on my list. Paige looks great uh, coming back, Ru- though. I will Ru- say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah Ruby yeah. Riot. I've seen her on the independent scene awesome. for a long time. She she can talk. She went to because uh, I've seen her, you know, uh, at Shimmer shows for yeah. a while. She went to Japan once. And when she came back, she wasn't the same wrestler. Yeah. And and I've seen that for a lot Ruby, of wrestlers, both men and women. Ruby like Riot is arguably like holding them together in terms of promos. Yeah. Like oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> like whenever, whoo, whenever, Logan, whenever they're on the Sarah microphone. Logan, I've seen her on the indie scene as well. She's good. Yeah, she's good. She's maybe a little shy. I wouldn't give her, a, you know, the mic too often for she now. She seems to me such a natural baby face on the mic also that, like, it's yeah. hard to take any of her heel. Southern accent soft, and a bit of a list. Soft voice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, but but she's she's good in the ring, though. Cra- yeah. She was crazy Mary Dobson on, on the Indies. Yeah. And, and she's good. And Ruby Ryder was Idol of Lace on the Indies. taste game meat. Huh? You ever taste? Oh game man, that meat? promo, the promo that she cut on uh, on Dan, this Daniel Bryan just this past Tuesday. Oh, I didn't, I didn't watch all of it. She, like, I felt bad for her because it was like clearly like like a, like a series of scripted lines, uh-huh. and she just tried to plow through it, yeah, and it just fell apart, man. She's like, like do you even gibble the guy? Like, yeah, she, like, like she like she like stumbles over her words, and then she's Daniel like Bryan. in the hippie tree hugging yeah. state, Granola state, and it, and it just and it then just, just like apart. wherever you are, huh? But, and I was but, like, oh, but in the ring, in the ring, she's. No, in the ring. She's good. Yeah. And and Liv Morgan is probably last on my list. She's I maybe I like the Liv. least ready. She she's very pretty, but she's the least ready to be on the main roster. Uh, I used to really like yeah. her NXT music when she would come out and be like, yo, 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 Oh, she has great personality. I'm just not sure she's ready yet. But I mean No, I think she's I she my list is like yours except like the opposite. Liv Morgan, number one. What? The best. Over Ruby. Over Ruby. Wow, you're uh, an insane Ruby. person. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I really like Catherine. Like, no, I like. I would say Liv would not be number two on the call-ups. No, probably. you know what? It's probably not. It's not the exact opposite. Not number. But two. I would have Liv way higher though. Okay, that's all right. I know all nothing right. of some of the other people though, except for hilarious accents. Yeah, I would say. I would say with Ru- Ruby, Mandy, and then it's kind of like. Yeah. 
That's like my, like, then they're all sort of like, seem a little early, which I thought was weird to do on SmackDown because we're dealing with, like, as a viewer of SmackDown, I, when I'm watching the, the women's division, I'm watching kind of like the development of Lana and Carmella is kind of part of it, which I don't mind watching, but now they have a lot of development and I'm like, it, I feel it limits them kind of booking because you're like, Lana and Carmella are not in a spot to carry a match right now. But you just added also two developing characters into the but, mix. But that said, um, I'm wondering if, well, even Liv Morgan, I think she's amazing. Maybe better right now in the ring than Carmella is. Probably. I'm not, I th- I I'm not sure about. Carmella, I'm not sure about Morgan. I don't know, man. I but but like Ruby Riot is. Uh, Mandy Rose is more is more stiff, more solid. Real jacked. Um, yeah, Mandy Mandy Rose looks. Scary. Everybody, uh, th- those five are better than Lana. Yeah. Well, well yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think Lana. Lana is like Lana. Lana is never going to get there. Is a valet. Yeah, she should. She should not. That's she's like, But she's so fun on the mic. I also, I also am kind of in love with her. Just transferring the Rusev gimmick to uh, to Mina now, and just being like my Samoan soldier. And I'm like, yeah. I I love La- Lana in the ring. Eh. Lana on the mic. She has some of the best mic skills I find. Of, at a like, live, at a a live lot event. Of women. At a live event, Rusev screamed that Aiden English is the new Lana now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> she's the new Lana. Yeah, the best. Anyway. Uh, the only thing, other thing I wanted to talk about, uh, just WWE related, was we also, in the last month, had our first WWE branded war games at NXT. How did you feel about that? It was a good match. Did you, find, did you find Exciting. it weird? There's a lot of stuff happened. Did you did you find it weird that the cameras seem to only really care about one ring? Because I did. Oh, okay. No, it didn't bother <laughs> me at all. There was a lot of stuff that like you heard like bang, and then like the camera quickly cut over to the second ring. Like uh, I didn't mind that. I found the yeah, camera. I mean, there were action all over the place, yeah. so I didn't really mind that. Um, I thought it was a good match. Uh, I didn't think it was the best match on the show. Because my gosh, Alistair Black and Velveteen Dream. That was, that was really good. That was amazing. The freaking place. I mean, that guy, Velveteen Dream, yeah, is meant to be a superstar. He like, wow, he, was yeah, he, he good. has like literally like when you talk about like they all, like I find that's funny. Like WWE often like talks about like blue chip prospects, yeah. like like in terms of like, but it's usually like kayfabe, whatever. When you watch Velveteen Dream, you're like. He's a blue chip oh, no, prospect. No. He has like, something. Yeah. You know, like this guy is like good on the mic, good in like personality, charisma, great personality. Oh. In ring storytelling is also good. He he's just in he shape. lacks. He's oh man, a little bit of the like, well, a lot of the technical. Like he needs to yeah. fill in the, the the blanks in terms of what to actually do with it. But like his reactions in ring, his like everything is amazing. This oh, I mean that was a great match. Wow, when you, when you see like a kid, that. well, I mean, and then they, they've kind of been saying that like just watching him on Tough Enough. You were like, oh, the, you were like a bunch of people who were like, oh, they could become wrestlers. And then you saw Patrick and you're like, oh, this guy really should be a wrestler. You know, like. Talking about tough enough, I'm surprised that didn't go that way to explain why Paige was teaming with Mandy Rose and Sonia Deville. Cause Mandy Rose and Sonia Deville were both on the tough enough that Paige was a judge for. Yeah, I know. Right. And I thought that would be the easiest way Super to. Easy. To, well, to I find tough enough why. only like tough enough only like half exists in kayfabe, you know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, but at the same time, I don't know. I mean, I would, I would have that. That would have been simple to say, hey, you know, she notices them back, yeah. you know, and yeah. tough enough. I've She's, known these girls for a long time. She, she, yeah, exactly. Yeah, she saw page. them at the at the PC when she went there to to train, you know, to uh, 
to get back in, in, in ring shape yeah. and thought they were great and she brought them with, you know, with, with her. I mean, it would have been easy. Uh, I don't know why it didn't go that way, but yeah. anyway. I'm but, still, I'm still glad to see Paige back, obviously. Oh, like, yeah. she was, she was always one of those ones where you're like, she has something. Yeah, exactly. She, She's one of the few's that when I saw her for the very first time, it was back in 2011 at my first Shimmer event. It was like she was in the ring for two minutes. Yeah. And I was like, this girl is going to be something. Well, I mean, like even just her her raw debut was challenging AJ, right? Yeah. Uh, Styles. Lee. Right. Lee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, but even but, – But I've said that four times, you know, following the indie scene. Yeah. Uh, five time actually. Kevin, Kevin was the first one, obviously. Yep. Kevin Steen. Uh, I've said that for Paige, for, um, Apollo Cruz when he was UR Nation. Mm-hmm. You know, a big dude like this yeah. doing flips and, 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 and moons, standing moons. I was like, wow, yeah. you know. Said that with Nicole Savoy, who is the Shimmer yep. champion now, yep. who did the Mae Young Classic. Yep. Who, who I still have, you know, She's a good. great deal of respect for. Uh, and, uh, the other one was Leo Rush. Was Leo Rush? Leo Rush. Leo Rush, who said the thing about, uh, what's her face not being ready for Asuka. Oh. Uh, you remember the, the tweet? Everybody like jumped on his ass? Yeah, uh, he, he put himself in, in, in you know, he, 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 he had some E because <laughs> of a comment he sent on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, when Emma got fired and then he's like, I guess that's what happens when you're not really ready for Asuka. Right. And then everybody was like, you've been here for two minutes. Shut oh, up. yeah, yeah. It was, uh, who, who was it? Uh, everybody. Oh, Emma. Emma, He yeah. said something on yeah. Emma. Yeah, because Emma got fired, yeah. yeah. Emma, yeah. by the way, is charging, from what I heard, no, around. I heard bullshit, though. Oh, yeah? I heard okay. that it initially sounded bad. But then but it then wasn't ab- so bad. Yeah, no. Okay. Suppo- supposedly, like, so we're talking about her appearance fee. Supposedly, it's on par with a lot of what the male talent who gets released charges. Supposedly. Well, if it is, then $2,000 is about what a guy going out from WWE will ask for in the indie scene. Yeah. So that, that was like, that was why like a lot of people, I think, like, Latched onto it, but then because I, I don't know if you guys know, I don't know if you uh, were aware of it because we didn't really announce it yet online, uh, so it's not a scoop, but almost. But uh, I'm getting myself uh, back into the indie scene with a new promotion. Uh, uh, I'm bringing back Femme Fatale. Oh, oh shit! Me and uh, Michael Style. Who's, uh. AJ's brother. Who's now. <laughs> who, you know Michael Stiles, right? Uh, a guy who wrestles in Quebec City. He's book, he, he used to book an SPW. Okay. He's booking an NCW. He's booking right. FLQ yep. with Carl. Okay. Uh, and, uh, so him and I, uh, are, uh, starting back Femme Fatale in Ottawa in association with C4. Oh, cool. Cool. Super cool. Uh, and it's gonna be, the, the first show will be February 24th. Nice. Uh, and we have, uh, confirmed now, um, Femme Fatale champion Mercedes Martinez, who nice. did the Mae Young Classic. Yes. Right. Um, I just mentioned her, Nicole Savoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vanessa Craven. Yes. It's in Ottawa. Wonderful. Who, who just beat up Twiggy's entire family. Exactly. Yes. Destroyed yep. him. Yeah. And, and we have others that, that we're not announcing yet, uh, but we're gonna have talents from, 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 Canada from the US as well. Oh, sorry, that already sounds cool. Like and uh yeah, I mean, we have, February. And, and we're still waiting for some confirmations. 
Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that's why, you know, I, I heard about Emma because, yeah. I mean, I was maybe interested, but then I heard about the tag prize and I was like, yeah, you yeah. know, I'm still, uh, still don't know what <laughs> the show will draw. <laughs> Two grand is maybe a bit, uh, too expensive but yeah, but right now, but yeah, so uh, February 24th, Femme Fatale 20. Probably yeah. not Emma. Probably not Emma. Not Emma, for sure. But okay. still a lot like of great Emma. wrestling. Huh? I always liked Emma. I liked Emma a lot too. I, was, I, I, I do uh, like Emma. Sad to see her go. Oh, definitely. She's to me. Her and Paige. Her and Paige were the first one. Some say to, they started to, the women's to, to to really <laughs> have great matches on NXT. Yeah. yeah. Before you know, Charlotte and Sasha Banks yeah. and all those girls really step up. You know. Yeah. And she did the whole gimmick of being clumsy and like goofy. Yeah. So her, it's kind of easy to forget that she was like that she really, was, really yeah, good. She's, she's very good in the yeah. ring. Yeah. Uh, another WWE event, I think that happened, not event, occurrence that happened was, and I mean, and it, this ties into what we've obviously talked about, the woes of TNA and Global Force and everything, was that TNA just made an announcement regarding gimmicks and talent now yep. owning their gimmicks, whatever gimmicks they had in TNA, and then they were retroactively going to sign it, and then immediately Matt Har- Hardy became broken Matt Hardy. Woken. Matt Hardy. Woken. Woken. He... Got broken, became woken, and yeah. he has a condition. Like that segment was so cool. It was the best. Honestly, I and and you know people might not like what I'm going to say, but I wasn't the biggest fan of that old broken RDs thing, you know, on TNA. I, I mean, I, I was I liked the gimmick per se. I didn't like the match where they were too uh, too you know they were edit. To the point where, yeah, you, you know that that well, big they painted it at the back of the apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then they also and had I mean, the Jeff and Matt I mean, fighting for the yeah. guy is in is in the ring, and the next shot is on top of the turn, you know, top turnbuckle. Yeah. You don't even see him go yeah, the there. Gimmick, the I gimmick was a lot was, better than the matches because those weird, yes. the, the weird cut together matches were like exactly. I liked it better. Like I found the gimmick worked best when they had those vignettes, and then it settled itself in the ring. I, I like, agree. at a live event. And that's like. why I did like that segment with Matt Hardy just at the end. The yeah. laugh. So funny. The laugh. Like, that was great. You know, he, the laugh was great. Then they went to, to, to Bray Wyatt. And when he came, they came back to Matt, I was laughing. I was yeah. like, wow, this is great. You and know? just, and like, so much pop. Like, I love like, the, the best is I feel that especially if you're listening to the audience reaction, you kind of almost hear their like, the, the mumbling that happens when Bray Wyatt's cutting another spooky promo, like yeah. you know, like here comes Bray Wyatt cutting another spooky promo. Then it cuts to Matt, and there's just like massive yeah. pop, just him in his little velvety outfit, like with the weird vacant smile, and just like huge pop of just the guy. And I was like, I don't think I've seen like without any downtime. Like it was almost like a return pop, even though he's been wrestling for the last yeah. like eight months. It was the it was like the same pop that a guy gets when he comes back. From like eight months, like it was a great pop. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, I was laughing my head off just that like, immediately. But yeah, so that's. I think it's cool that ATNA is making those documents that guys are going to get their gimmick. It kind of puts them into that territory where I think that they're kind of heading like they're trying to be like a mega indie, like sort with of less, with less money. Yeah, because they're doing their, their their goal is to is to break even. Yeah. In order to, they need to make. Big cuts. They cannot spend much. That means they won't go to uh, bidding war with Ring of Honor or any other indie promotion 
to or evolve, let's say, to get some young talent that is not signed with anyone because yeah. they cannot afford it. So now they're saying everybody gets to own their own gimmick and wrestle on TV on Impact. Exactly. What's good for the wrestlers is that they can charge more on the indie scene. Right. On, on you know, on for other promotions. That said, they're also doing a lot of re- reconstruction behind the scenes. Okay. Because now Don Callis is one of the senior VP of at what? the same of TNA. Really? Yeah. There's yeah. more. Yeah. Just like this week. There's, right? Okay. So so there's there's an organizational three, it's a three member team now. It's Don Callis. It's yeah, Don yeah. Callis. It's um, Scott Demore. Okay. And Sanjay Dutt. Okay. Sanjay Dutt is the head booker, and he's the talent relation guy. And Sanjay is previously from where? Sanjay? Yeah. He was already there. But like, where did he start? Uh, Sanjay, where did he start? Yeah. I have no clue. He worked for CZ. He worked for everyone. Right. He worked for, I've seen him in Ring of Honor, CW. He's been on the indie scene yeah, for, forever. Yeah. For, forever. Uh, so these three are, you know, everything, uh, according to, uh, not according, but everything regarding booking will be mostly these three. Right. Um, but that said, Jimmy Jacobs is also there as an agent. And, uh, to, to put his uh, input in creative, uh, creative. Uh-huh. Um, and there's two other people that I forget now who are also, uh, Jeremy Barash. Okay. And somebody else. They are getting rid of John Gabriorik. Finally. Big John. Yeah, I know, but like, why finally though? Like, oh, because he, he, he was like, was he dumping on the company previously? Like, did he, 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 I mean, he was, he, he was at one point the head, the, the, the head booker of the, right. and, and I mean, he wasn't doing good. He, 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 he used to be Kevin Dunn's assistant, uh, in WWE. That doesn't mean you know about booking. Right. Uh, and, uh, they're getting rid of Dutch Mantle as well. So everybody from, from the Dutch? Yeah. Everybody who was there when the company was at its lowest point is not there anymore. Right. So I kind of like that in the sense that, I mean, it cannot be worse. So now they're putting new people in charge, people who, who have a, a big wrestling background in, in, in many, uh, in many different fields. Because, I mean, when Scott Demore was booking TNA, it was going good. I mean, that's, that's, you know, Dutch Mentor was very good with the women's division. They could have kept it on, you know, there by just thing they wanted to, 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 uh, to do, to, to, to restart and, yeah. and, you know, refresh the whole thing. Uh, but I mean, hey, you know, if, if they, they want to, they want to break even, um, they need to, uh, they need to, 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 to do things differently. And, you know, that's to me, that, to me, that's, that's a good way to, uh, to start. I have a, I have a question about the NWA. About uh, the NWA, yeah. yeah. Be- because recently they've been sending their champion, their current champion around to different events. Mm-hmm. And they've been doing the thing again where they've been like licensing out, I guess, or I don't even know if they're licensing him at this point because if there's any value behind it. But they've been like, is they, who is? What's the name of the champion? Remind me of the name of the champion. Do you know off the top of your head? On top of he my head, head it's, it's I have like, he's like, no idea. It's like this fifty-year-old guy. Yeah. Yes. I don't remember his name though. But anyway, it's a, it's an. I mean, to me, NWA is indie. 
And it's not even a mega indie. But they like they don't even have their own Fed really. They just have Yeah, because they don't even own their own tapes. Right? Like No. (laughs) But I mean I mean, okay. Here's one thing. The NWA every every year at the Cauliflower Alley Club, they are holding uh, their annual meeting there. So everybody from the NWA is there. I mean, back before Billy Corgan bought the bought, bought the the, the uh, licensing and everything. And but there's a lot of NWA promoters at the Cauliflower, and I won't be like by anyone who's listening to this and has been part of the NWA. But NWA guys are dreamers. Are they are dreamers. Okay. They still think that they can make something out of the NWA. They still think it's relevant to this day. They still think that there's something that they can do with the brand and and that there's still a fan base for that. Right. I'm not against old school. I'm just saying that to have been talking to a lot of those guys they kind of lost the feel of what people want. Right. They, they, they will go, they will go to a mania weekend, uh, and they, they will go to a show, uh, let's say a high spots, uh, show or a big show like this, and they will see, you know, a five against five with Will Ospreay and, and Ricochet and all those guys. Yeah. And they will do a spot where, because uh, they will try things in those shows. They will, ex- you know, do some kind of experimental wrestling where, uh, and you all seen those spots. You, yeah. We've seen it in PWG as well. You know, those slow motion spots or, yeah. you know, I've seen at Mania last yeah. year a spot where everybody, there was a dance off, you know, and Kenny Omega has a chainsaw. Everybody and, you know, everybody was doing the line. Everybody was doing a dance move. And there were 10 of them until Drew McIntyre just decided to not dance and just start back the match. And was people P- went crazy. PWG for this. that had the, the snake charmer spot yeah, that like yeah. charmed everybody. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So, like so I mean, this kind of wrestling is not for everyone. I get that. But at the same time, it's, it's like, it's like, Theater, right? You, you have all kind of theater. You have all kind of of, of plays. <laughs> yeah. Some are more experimental than others, and you have to play for the crowd that you're playing in front right. of. I'm not sure that there is much that there is really a crowd that want to see the NWA with old school with, with and these people really think that the revival, the, yeah, the revival yeah. wants it. <laughs> well, the revival, but the revival are not old school. No, they're old school. They act old school, but they don't wrestle old school. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and and I mean, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I'm, to me, NWA is a subpar indie promotion um, that will never get back to where it was before. Even with the Corgan investment. Even with the Corgan investment, because um, the name. I mean, it it barely well, but they even, they even messed up, means more now. They messed up their name kind of in the 90s when they became, when it was the TNA, NWA, like the NWA, Asylum. NWA, TNA. Yeah, yeah, NWA, TNA, yeah. So it's like their name kind of already became synonymous hey, with TNA. To me, to me, so it, now died, to separate it, died, it died when WCW went with its own title. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's it. When that, NWA, that's, that's early 90s. That's when NWA didn't. And, and, and but it was then, the same title. What do you mean, and, though? Wasn't it the same? No, the NWA lineage. It was the same title to begin with when when Turner bought Crockett. 
but uh, it was I think it was late 80s, early 90s when when they they went separate from WCW, uh, from from NWA and had it wasn't. You had NWA uh, talent, but no, there was no NWA branding anymore. It, it wasn't. It wasn't the same title uh, lineage anymore. It wasn't the big gold. It was the big gold. It was the big, but gold. it wasn't the big gold lineage. The big but, gold but, lineage is currently in WWE. No, 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 no. Well, but, it stopped in WWE. Let's say when WC at one point WCW stopped recognizing uh, the NWA lineage. Yeah, right. And NWA had the, the their title vacant. And make a tournament to name a new champion. And at one point, Shane Douglas, because remember this, Shane Douglas was the NWA champion right. when uh, they did that big angle big, in ECW, yeah. and he ripped on the NWA. They could yes. all kiss my ass. and they Yeah, exactly. Yeah. At that point in time, WC, it wasn't, there was a WCW champion and it was an NWA champion. Because the NWA champion, okay, when Crockett was it's History there, lesson time, it's guys. History lesson. <laughs> Turner bought Crockett. He right, didn't yeah. buy the NWA. Yeah, he, he bought, bought Crockett, Crockett Promotions. Yeah. Crockett Promotions, which at the time was probably the biggest NWA territory left. Right. Who was still recognizing the NWA title, of course. So they recognized that champion for a period of time until they decided to go their own way. Uh, and, and, and the NWA uh, were on their own. And there were still territories. There's always been NWA ter- territories. There were even one in Montreal uh, back in 2004, 2005, actually. Wow, really? With Dronix. The CWA, the, the Andy Rossetti. You remember Andy Rossetti, Paul Rossetti, uh, his son? No? Uh, <laughs> okay. C- I- I'm going everywhere now, but CWA was a promotion in Montreal. Okay. That recognized uh, the NWA owned by Owned by Andy Rossetti. In 2004, 2000, Andy Rossetti. Andy, 2003, 2004. In 2004, there's a new team that came in. Steve Charette, Patrick Lono. You remember Patrick Lono? No, no. no he's, no. he's a, he's a TKO announcer now. He, he used to book an SPW two years ago. Uh, Lufisto. Right. Um, uh, and, and, and some other people. All my friends. I was involved with them as well. I was re-announcing there. Duronix was there. He was, you know, wrestling there all the time because he just split out of the IWS. Sure. And uh, he wanted to bring the NWA to Quebec, so he bought the licenses to be the Quebec territory for the NWA, and it started in 2005. Unfortunately, only started for three shows because there's a big falling out in between all those people. Right. And uh, But there was an NWA territory. F- and he came back in late 2005, and that's when... Drew started to be involved in the NWA. That's right. why he, he was going and he still goes to Ireland, England, uh, the NWA ti- Canadian Tag Team Champions, right. NWA British Commonwealth Champion. That's where he started getting his links with the NWA. Back to what I was saying. <laughs> Back w- to the South. They, they bought Crockett Promotions. W- Turner bought Crockett Promotions. And the NWA was left alone. They had their territories. Uh, and they, they recognized some other champion. And when Shane Douglas, you know, was the champion and ECW at the time was an NWA, uh, promotion. And that's why the title was defended there. Hmm. And he just said, you know, that 
you know, and that old promo that everybody saw. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, that's when they became extreme. Exactly. Because before right. that, it was Eastern it Championship, Eastern Championship Wrestling. Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, so, so within, within a few years, they have lost they the lost lineage and they to lost WCW. WCW. And they lost that thing with ECW, yeah, yeah. which became much bigger than and the NWU in those years. Yeah. So, so to me, you know, by the mid-90s, the NWE was not a player anymore. Yeah. yeah. And 22 years later, it's even not a player, more yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. So I really don't see how they can bring that Back. How they could build it back up, yeah. This exactly. has been talking territories with Pat LeBrad. <laughs> territory talk. We should just do territory specials where we just like pick uh, a territory, territory and talk about it. Um, <laughs> other thing, there was two things left I think that I want to talk about. One was I think like a week or two ago, I saw a trailer for a documentary on you HBO. Get both segments in five minutes. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, I feel Andre. like that happened. There was the, the Andre, Andre the documentary. Giant documentary happened. It's funny. You're directed by Pat LaPrade. <laughs> no. I'm associate <laughs> producer on, the, yeah. on it, though. Yeah. And associate it, producer. Yeah. Woo. He went from historical guy to... Straight yeah. to the top. Getting that HBO dollars. <laughs> not, not to the top. Uh, <laughs> he but, yeah. owns HBO. It's HBO funny, it's, it's funny you mentioned this because I've just, just received an email today by the director of, uh, you know, the one who, who's, uh, directing the documentary, Jason here. Mm. And, uh, he just sent me the, uh, 99% you know, complete version of the documentary, Ooh. which I'm gonna watch as soon as I get it. Oh shit. Can we, so, can we watch it too? No. Can you send it to us? No, because because and I'm what gonna, if we and Keith I'm, watch it on your phone? No, because <laughs> I'm going to tell I'm going to tell you, you why. What if, what if when gonna you're tell watching you it? What if when you're when you screen it for yourself, me and Keith are also there? What if I'm we're gonna, just sneaking? Because it says it you. says here, enjoy and please don't share with anyone. But, oh, so I'm going to respect you just that. And we're there. Weirdly, not, it says especially those idiots who do the podcast. It's with. like if I eat, uh, if I eat fries, <laughs> and I, you're sitting next to me, and you're taking fries from my plate. It's kind of sharing my fries with you, you know? Yeah, but you're Walter, not. You're come not, on! I feel sharing implies an invitation. <laughs> but all that not to say, for everybody. Trailer drops. So, everybody trailer drops. seems to be super hyped. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. It's You're 90 minutes. There's no adver- There's no publicities. No nice. uh, no commercials on HBO. Yeah, so no. it's full so that's ni- feature though. That's like feature length documentary yeah. for sure. Full 90 minutes. Uh, it's to me, it's gonna be the best documentary movie ever done on Android. They're saying some footage that's rarely been seen and everything. Like they really like dug through. Or that's like- hard to find. Yeah. There's. It's not much about. The footage more than everything that is being covered by it. Okay. Cause, I mean, and that's no secret to anyone. We've been to France. They brought me to France to interview the to family. Grenoble. To, to, Grenoble. Uh, Grenoble. 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 I, 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 actually, by the way, doesn't that mean walnuts? No. There, there's Noir de Grenoble. It just means that it's nuts from Grenoble. Oh, I thought Grenoble means walnuts. No. Grenoble? Uh, but <laughs> that actually, you your son, Walter? Grenoble. I cannot, ex- I-, I won't explain it to you now because I explained it in the documentary and I want to keep that oh. there. Oh. Uh, but there's an explanation for that. Uh, because I'm going to be in the documentary yeah. as well. Do you think you don't uh, become associate producer and not get some screen time? Am I right? Do you think that the heavy, I will have both. The heavy <laughs> walnut diet was what led to Andre's size? So, uh, so Keith. Moving on. Uh, moving on. Uh, <laughs> trailer drops. 
Looks great. I a mean, lot of honestly, hype honestly, the goal was to make the best Andre movie ever, and I do think I, I've seen a rough cut of the. I, I'm can't wait to see the full version of it, but from the rough cut I've seen, I do think it's going to be the best movie ever done on Andre. I'm it covers everything. It covers. Uh, they talk to everyone, uh, and it's the more I think the more in depth on his early stage. You know, everything yeah. from France to Montreal. Cool. Because you have to remember, the first territory, the first city that Andre worked in North America was Montreal. Yeah, right. For a long time. Do you think there'll be, like, night vision footage of, like, Pat Patterson hiding in his closet or anything? No. <laughs> no, okay. Real off-color, Walter. <laughs> uh, but, uh... Well, that, that, so that yeah. was... Someone was... I was reading a thing, like, just, like, recently, where they were talking about the, like, Hulk Hogan versus Sting. As like a template for how to build your like your top baby face, and they were saying like the most interesting match Hulk Hogan ever had was against Andre. It's it's probably like, one of the most important match at the now of, of, of the modern but, but wrestling just, history. But it was just that the, 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 the concept yeah. of Hogan being able to lose was just the like Silverdome brother. was just no new. no no Silverdome's where he slammed him yeah. WrestleMania three is Silverdome, man. So we're talking about which yeah. they just imploded, yeah. But that's yeah. it. But it, but it's just like that's what they were saying is they were like Hogan was booked to never lose. Yeah. Sting was always booked kind of like not fifty fifty, but like Sting lost a lot. Yeah. You know, and it was just sort of like one of the reasons why everyone remembers Hogan versus Andre so much was that it was like booked and everyone thought oh, yeah. Hogan could lose. So oh yeah, like, definitely. It was yeah. booked that way because because yeah. the 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 they no, rewrote, but he could have lost against w- Andre. The only, Andre's w- the only w- guy that could have rewrote its own history there because Andre and Hogan happened many times. Yeah, exactly. Back in in the early eighties, uh, when um, when Hogan was a heel and Andre was a babyface, mm-hmm. they had a match in Montreal. The first the first sellout that Gino Brito had with with his promotion in in the early eighties was at Paul Sobe Center. And it was uh, it was a rematch of uh, Ogun and Andre from the Shea Stadium. Mm, oh shit! Yep, huh, crazy cool. Um, and I don't know. I, I really don't remember this. But did I talk to you about my next book project on the show? Maybe. The last time I don't remember when I announced Might have, it. But what, do it again. Refresh us. It's it was me, a month ago. Me and Bertrand Bear, my Obviously. my, you know, partner in crime where. Yep. You know, we did the Mad Dog's Midges and Through Jobs yeah. and Mad Dog the Maurice Vachon story. Right. Yeah. We're doing an Andre book. You did say this. Last I time. did say you that. Yes. What, what book? An Andre. Andre. Book. Uh, yes. Okay. Great. So I, yeah, I, I, Keith. Yes, definitely. We talked about. I so I'm definitely, very excited definitely about this. Definitely rings a bell. In stores this Christmas. No. No. In stores. In stores in 2020. Christmas 2020. 2020. 2020. Yep. Uh, and then the last thing that we wanted to talk about. We, would, we had a way better segue that I missed earlier on when we were talking about Kevin, was that the Quebec Wrestling Hall of Fame has yep. re- been rejuvenated, uh, and part of it is involved with Kevin What do you Owens mean event. rejuvenated? Well, it was... Well, why don't you explain to us what's happened? Explain to us exactly what happened, because it wasn't happening every year, or it was? Yeah, it was happening every year. It was happening every year? Yeah. Walter lied to me then. What are you guys talking about? J'ai dit des mensonges à qui? Why do you speak French? What? Now... He barely speaks French. I thought, I, from my understanding, I thought there was a couple years there were no nominations. It had been dormant for a while. No. So why is Bret Hart just going in now then? Because he wasn't voted in before. 
Tell me, tell us the history of the. Quebec so, how does wrestling. the Quebec Wrestling, uh, okay. Quebec Wrestling Hall of Fame work? So, so back in two thousand and four, I was, um, I started uh, working on what became the first Quebec Wrestling Almanac. Right. Based on the PWI Almanac that they were doing at the time, which I was a big fan of. Uh, so in 2005, this, uh, the, the, the Almanac was published, uh, and within there was two things that I started and still doing to this day. The Quebec Wrestling Awards and, um, the Hall of Fame. I had a panel of a lot of people from former wrestlers to historians to, uh, experts in, you know, Quebec Wrestling to, you know, Fans that I trust, their judgment, who've seen it all from, you know, the late 70s through to, to, to now. Uh, and uh, they've been voting. And among the former wrestlers, I'm talking about Butcher Vachon, Mad Dog Vachon used to vote on it when he was alive, Ray Rougeau, uh, Gino Brito, and, 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 you know, all those guys. So, uh, so the first year, there was a lot of inductees. Uh, because I wanted You're catching up. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I wanted the first year. So, so uh, everybody who actually got a certain percentage, which was sixty percent, would get in. But I didn't limit the number of votes that people could, the number of wrestlers or personalities that people could vote for. So I could have a big first year. Right. And then the second year, and it was only for Quebecers, Quebec-born. Wrestlers or personalities. Okay. The second year, I started the non-Quebecers categories. And that's when, uh, I believe it was Andre, uh, Edouard Carpentier, and I believe Killer Kowalski were voting in, um. So there was wrestlers who got like a s- big push and established. It was actually Quebec. Abdullah the Butcher. Okay. Abdullah, Andre, and Edouard Carpentier were the first three non-Quebecers to be voting in. Because and of their then, importance in Quebec wrestling, obviously. Yes. Right, yeah. Everything that the non that the non-Quebecers is voted for is what they did in the province of Quebec. Right. And then every single year there've been inductees. Everything for both Quebecers and non-Quebecers. <laughs> and in 2013 or 2014, I started the Pioneers division because I realized that people didn't know much about. You know, guys who were important back in the early 1900s and that they would never get in if I didn't start a Pioneers division. Yeah, because no one's going to even think to vote them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Which me and Bertrand uh, talk to each other and decide on who should be in. And we're not doing it every year, but every two or three years. Cool. So who are the, the the inductees this year? Obviously, the inductees this year. Kevin Owens kind of headlining, or Kevin. I mean, is Kevin he inducted Owens. as Owens or Steen? Kevin Owens. Okay. Because I believe that is W. I mean, I'm I'm positive is WWE run is really what made him an Hall of Famer. And and I know you're gonna say, hey, he's only 33 years old. How come he's already Hall of Famer? No, I think he's deserving. But but in uh, wrestling, I'm not questioning it, it. But but in wrestling, in hockey, there's, there's a not, waiting period. No, yes, fuck hockey. <laughs> but there's two reasons why wrestling is different. First of all. Wrestlers are taking usually their retirement much later in in time than hockey players. Fair, yeah. Second of all, 
is there really retirements in wrestling? Exactly. Ask Terry Funk. Exactly. So when when do you put Terry Funk in if he was a Quebecer? You know, because yeah. you know he's always in and out. And third of all, hockey sucks. And and Dave Meltzer, Wrestling Observer Newsletters Hall of Fame. Yeah. Pretty much do the same thing. Right. Uh, there's a 35 year old or more. Uh, like an um, age limit, age cap, yeah. Age, age cap. It's, it's either if when you hit 35 or when you have a fifth, when you are in the business for f more than 15 years. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, 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 the newsletter, uh, all of fame, AJ Styles was voted in this year. Yeah. yeah. And he's about a bit older than Kevin, but still in the same era of wrestling, right? John yeah, Cena is yeah. in. John Cena is in. Na um, um, Tanahashi is in. You know, so or so must be close if not in. He, he's on the ballot. He's yeah. just not getting Hasn't in yet. In, yeah. uh, Edge is on the ballot as well, but Edge has retired since. Um, so Kevin, because of what he did in WWE, I mean, he was he held the title for more than half of his tenure. Yeah. So far in WWE. But what's the deal, like, so for the Quebec Hall of Fame here, what's the deal with, with, with Bret Hart's induction this year? Okay, so Bret Hart, uh, is I mean, right uh, away, obviously though, a non-Quebecer, uh, and a lot of non-Quebecers have been voting in. Carol Kowalski, uh, Andre Carpentier, Abdullah, Al Kogan is in. Where's Kowalski from? King Tonga, he's from uh, Windsor, Ontario. There, there. With the Stampede guys were back all the time though, like. Yeah. Not the Stampede, the, the New Brunswick guy were more in Quebec than okay. the Stampede guys. Uh, I seem to remember, uh, am I like insane? But I feel that like British Bulldog wrestled a lot of Quebec wrestling. Is that insane? No. And who am I thinking of? <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm remembering like there was like a name no. that I often saw that I recognized. Leo Burke? Maybe. No? I was a kid. Like, Pierre Carlet. No. Can't tell. PCO. So, so Brett, hey. Brett is, uh, uh, I have I have a ranking of who are the best draws in the history of Quebec wrestling, with you know every year according points depending on who main evented and how much it draw and everything. God damn! And and yeah, I'm 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 a, I'm a geek. It's almost like I'm a, a historian. Geek. Yeah, I'm wrestling. almost like an historian guy. Yeah, and, and that HBO uh, pays him money. And uh, <laughs> and Brett is twenty first. Quebec wrestlers and non-Quebec wrestlers, all-time draw in Crazy. Quebec. The match, obviously, the match it will also always be associated with Montreal because of this true job, yeah. which was like twenty thousand five hundred eighty-three people, which is like one of the biggest draws in the history of Montreal, and a match that everybody, you know, still talk about. It's kind of an irony, actually, that it, you know, is in Dutch and happens the t on the twenty-year anniversary of this true job. And, um, and, and I mean, um, he, he drew with Owen, he drew more than 12,000 people on the main event in 95. In 87 with the Heart Foundation, he main event did a show against the Rougeau brothers, where the Rougeau brothers won the titles. And I remember this, cause as a kid, that same, I wasn't at the forum, but at, at, you know, that same night on Channel 10 TVA. Right. On the sports uh, news, they were announcing that the Rougeaus were world tag team champions. It was just a dusty finish because, you know, they used Jimmy Hart's megaphone behind <laughs> the referee's back. So, WWF never acknowledged it because, you know, on 
Canadian TV on Montreal TV, they just said that because the use, Jack Tunney said that because of the use of the megaphone, that, you know, the, 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 the call was reversed. Canadian and WWE the, president, Jack Yes, Kennedy. exactly. And yeah. the Odd Foundation was back, uh, elding <laughs> the titles. Uh, but this, it was still, you know, a much talk about match. So, I mean, Bret Hart was, and maybe it's because of the Struja, but he still was, Deeply implicated I still in think he deserves this place in the Hall of Fame. I mean, like, at yeah. this point, he wasn't in before, he wasn't in before Don Leo, Jonathan Kowalski, and all the other guys I named, but, uh. I mean, the most it, famous match that he had has Montreal in the name. Yeah, but you know, I mean, in the non, in the non-Quebecers category, you have Bobby Magoff that you probably never heard of if you didn't read my book. Uh, and, uh, who, who was like a huge superstar in Montreal back in the 40s and the 50s. Uh, you have the Road Warriors, uh, who were huge in the 80s in Montreal. Right. You have, uh, uh, you have Sarah White, a guy from uh, Newfoundland, uh, wow. King Tonga. Uh, you have, uh, you have the Sheik. Uh, you have Ivan Koloff, you have Hulk Hogan, um, Eddie Quinn. Eddie Quinn was the promoter, uh, probably the best promoter ever to, 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 uh, what about, uh little, what about like Little Beaver? Little Beaver's already in. Yeah. He was here, he was there the first year. Who else I'm talking about non-Quebecers. Buddy Rogers, Lutez, right. yes. uh, I mean, these guys already in. Who else is going in this year other than the, like, there's oh, another oh, guy Owens named, Hart. There, there's three guys. The other guy is Eugene Tremblay. Okay. Uh, who's in the Pioneers era. Okay. Uh, is the era. Is the only, uh, the, the second one to be, uh, inducted in the Pioneers era. Um, the first one was George Kennedy. Little thing about George Kennedy. He was, at the same time, he was a former wrestler back in the early 90s, uh, the early 1900s, I should say. <laughs> the early 90s. The early 18, the early 1890s. 1890s. Yeah. And at the same time, it was after his wrestling career started promoting. At the same time, he was the biggest, the second biggest promo, wrestling promoter in North America, and he was the owner of the Montreal Canadiens. The first Stanley Cup that the Montreal Canadiens won before the NHL got created in 1915, 1916. Right. It was George Kennedy's. George Kennedy. It was George Kennedy's. So Eugene Trombley's career. Really started after he beat, uh, Kennedy for the lightweight title. These guys were like 150 pounds. And he, he was the most popular Quebec wrestler before Yvon Robert came in in the 30s. Uh, and he was also the referee after his career. He, he had like a 15 year career. He wrestled in the States, all over the States as well. And uh, after his career, he was also a referee, and he refereed the very first Montreal screw job in oh. 1931 right. uh, between Strangler Lewis and Henri de Glan, a French uh, guy. Uh, so he was the referee for that match. So, right. I mean, it's it's well-deserved that Eugene Trombley for is sure. uh, being gutted. He's like a Quebec uh, wrestling well. Ken Burns. You're like the Ken Burns. Of, I am? Yeah, of like of local, regional... Wrestling and beyond. Me or Eugene Trombley? You are like a Ken. Why? Uh, Ken, no, Ken Burns. Yeah, you know, the guy in the, the... Civil War. Yeah? You think all those documentaries? Oh, okay. knowledge. Hey, I thought you were comparing me to... What's the guy name is this in The Simpsons? Oh, Mr. Montgomery Burns. Burns. No, 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 no. The guy from The News. Oh, Ken Brockman. Ken Brockman. I thought it was no, him. No, no, no. Ken, Ken Burns. Who has, who has I know, I know, I know. I know, I know. baseball documentary. I know, I know who he is. I know who he is. Yes. Yes. Well, you're like our Ken Burns. But I, well, I appreciate the compliment then, 
Uh, As opposed to a veiled insult about the Simpsons. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, I was going to tell you uh, tell you off, uh, but um, but honestly, I do think it's important because I mean, at some point back in the 1940s, Eugene Trombley was still well remembered. Yeah, and now because it's it, it it's not because he was it's a Nazi it, sympathizer. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not because it's 115 years later that we have to forget what these guys did. Yeah, like they know? built the business, basically. Exactly. Like, uh, so, right, so, by the way, just Sami Zayn will be in the for the first time in the ballot next year. So I'm really excited you're, you're to see he how. You're hoping first ballot. I don't think so because he doesn't have. He, he hasn't done what Kevin did in WWE so far. He's winning the title at Mania. And and just to finish <laughs> off on the indie scene with the Hall of Fame, Lufisto was third this year in the Quebec section. Oh, wow. Which is her biggest ranking so far. And there's only been one woman in, uh, inducted in the, in the uh, Hall of Fame, and it's Vivian Vachon. Oh. So maybe next year, Lufisto will become second. A sexy star ever might make it in? Or sexy star. For, for her star contributions to Quebec, to Quebec wrestling. Ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah. I will send her to your place so she can stiff the hell out of you. <laughs> That's why uh, I like it. You almost answered our regular closing question already uh, with which match. Sexy star question? No, with which match you're looking forward Jericho to. Jericho and Omega. Jericho. I knew, I knew it. Yeah, <laughs> I had that Is one. Is that going to between now and the next one? <laughs> yeah, man. It's oh, January, yeah, no, January fourth, right? January fourth. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't even exactly. know. I gotta have a baby and shit. Oh, wait, January fourth. That's when my actual baby is due. That's Your baby crazy. Can be Hang wow. on, honey. You're making I gotta go. I gotta go watch the. Yeah, I gotta go watch wrestling. Hey, you'll be up all night. It's yeah, a great I'm time so to watch New <laughs> Japan. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, we're not going to meet until or probably. I'm actually looking at, um, yeah, two matches. So Jericho and and, and Omega and uh, uh, Owens and Zayn against Orton and Nakamura. Just not. I mean, the match will be good. But just for the storyline, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm exactly. hoping, I'm hope, like, I hope it elevates Knack a little bit. Like, I find Nakamura is one of those guys who's like, he's like currently. Did you call him Knack? Yeah. Okay, that's they, fine. I feel they call him Knack. I don't I mean, know. I would say Shinsuke, but I mean that's fine. I usually you when I'm when I'm, when I'm writing it, I usually write like NAK. Just I'm not Nack. close to him that much, so if you he can't had, like, call an, him an endorsement from like Snickers or Doritos or something. He could be Snackamora. No. Oh. <laughs> you you want a knack? You know, na- yeah, exactly. Oh, snack! snack it's a snack. snack. See, snack. Yeah, it's a snack. Yeah, an All after school snackamora. I feel that Nakamura is in, is in that spot of <laughs> like not quite where he should be. Yes, and I'm I'm hope I hope a couple good matches out of him are gonna like elevate him to where he kind of is I supposed agree. to be. I agree. And this is one of those matches. So what what headlines that? It's got to be AJ versus whoever. Is it an AJ or, against gender? AJ gender is that again. headlining? Oh, it's the championship. But yeah. other than that, who is Charlotte against? Charlotte's fighting Natalia again, as far no, as I know. In, in current no. booking, Charlotte Natalia. I don't think it's going to be Natalia. Yes. No. Yeah, go and shake no. your head some more. In, they have a few weeks no. to change it, but right now it's Charlotte Natalia. No, 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 no. Because no, 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 no. Natalia is calling in a rematch. I, I don't know when we'll be doing this again, but another match that I would uh, want to see is IWS on January 20th. Matt Angel, their current Canadian uh, Canadian champion, who's yes. from who's from Saguenay, who's an awesome. I, I've, high seen Matt, fire I've seen Matt work against Pete Dunne. 
Oh, yeah. WWE UK's champion, Pete Dunne. So, uh, this. Pete Dunne is wonderful. I I love Pete Dunne. I I love him too. So, uh. Pete Dunne, like, they were, like, oh, why did I just. It was Dunne Bates for the, who was the final of the, uh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, probably, like, sadly, one of the best. So, Charlotte is against Natalia, by the way. Uh, the, the full what card for Clash of Champions. Oh, a- AJ, AJ Styles and Jinder Mahal. Byron Corbin defending his US title against Bobby Roode and Dolph Zedler. So three away. Dolph sorted himself last week. Uh, the Huzos against Endlich and Rusev against Gable and Benjamin against the New Day. That's what my, that's what I'm looking for. And then, uh, Owens and Zayn against Orton and Kamura. Yeah. These are the only five matches announced yet. It's a good looking card though. It's a good looking card. Like uh, playing the SmackDown um, strengths for the most part. Last last question. Yes. Uh, after Night of Champions, is Jinder done? In the main event scene, does he go back to mid card or does he go back to just nothing? Well, how how are they? Go- how is he going to look good against AJ at this point? AJ can do miracles. AJ will make him look okay, but um, I mean. If you finish the storyline between AJ and Jinder there, whenever this storyline is over, I what do you, think like, he's going to go back. To yeah, how many pay-per-views do you how many pay-per-views do you want to waste on Jinder? You know, like with AJ, like you want to book AJ against someone else. Yes, but it could wait until the Rumble. Because the Rumble usually creates other storylines. Yeah. So you could still have something with AJ and Jinder at the Rumble. And then do something else after the rumble, right. leading to mania. I mean, I it might just be it might just be my 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 fantasy dream booking, but like to me, considering the timing, considering my in my head, I'm like at some point AJ will maybe shift towards heel, and they're going to build towards AJ Nakamura for mania. That's like could that's be. a mania match in my mind. Could be. It could like, be. Because AJ's, AJ's very good at being a heel. Yeah. Nakamura's kind of on the rise. Because the crowd at Mania will put Nakamura so much as a baby face that, yeah, I mean, it could be. It could very well be. I think that'll be. The other thing I wanted to say is that I'll probably be at the Rumble. Oh, so where's the Rumble this year? End of January. So depending when we're doing the next show, uh, maybe we'll talk more about the Rumble by then. Uh, we we should do one before the we rumble, right? We should do one right? in like early early January. It might just be you and me, though. Early January or mid January? Early January, early January. Oh, like oh, first yeah. week. Because we're usually doing it week. at the end of the month. Yeah, but that's it. But now we're in the first week of December. Second week. First week. Now it's December seventh. Yeah, it's still the first week. You're right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, like mid January would be good because we could talk about Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. And still talk about you know what's, what's we'll know more about what's coming up. For the Rumble. Walter, do you have any last words, buddy? Uh, <laughs> uh, here it comes. Here it comes. Uh, Pat, anything, anything you want to plug? Obviously, your oh, well, yeah, it's, I mean, it's Christmas time. It's Buy Christmas all your time. books. So, Every so child wants a Palabrat book. <laughs> uh, there is Matt Dodge Business and True Jobs, the story of Montreal wrestling. There is uh, Sisterhood of the Squared Circle. Yep. Uh, the story of women's wrestling that's been released in April of this year. Uh, Mad Dog, the Maurice Vachon story, has been released in September. Yep. Uh, so three great books. If you are into French, you can also buy uh, À la semaine prochaine, si Dieu le veut, 
which is the French version of the Montreal Wrestling Territory book, yeah. and uh, Maurice Mad Dog Vachon, which is the French version of uh, the Mad Dog Vachon book, and that pretty much it. I mean, awesome. oh, next time we'll talk, we'll, we should talk when the awards of the year in Quebec will be released. Because not before that, because that's a big thing. We haven't okay. talked about the Quebec Wrestling Awards. We will do that. Thank you, everybody. Walter, wrestling is the best. That's a pleasure. Walter, congratulations on your baby that is I about guess, to happen. Sure. Pat, yeah. thank you as always. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. business, baby. <laughs> <laughs>